0: Hello, my name is Ismatu Gwendolyn, welcome to The Garden Space. This is a newsletter and podcast where we explore the planting and the blooming of human connection. So I am making a little bit of an appetizer for y'all, a little teaser trailer, because I got on my TikTok at ismatu.gwendolyn and ran my fucking mouth (laughs) about the head bitch in charge, Miss Beyonce Knowles Carter, Mrs. Beyonce Knowles Carter. And... I did so without uh, having my full podcast episode ready because my work takes time. It takes a lot of reading. It takes a lot of writing. It takes a lot of editing. It takes a lot of talking to people that I love and respect about the things that I'm reading, writing, and editing. So I refuse to speak flippantly about uh, people that I love and respect. And there was some chitter chatter in those comments about people either thinking that I am a Beyonce hater or being like oh yeah you know she isn't even all that in the first place and lumping me in with with that level of blasphemy so I said oh no no no. oh no let me go ahead and clear the table I want to talk about a little more than just wealth disparities I want to talk a little more about uh, the work that Beyonce does, how deep her art goes in the ways that sometimes we can miss, especially if you did not go to college and study uh, African-American studies and poetry and music under professors that are also uh, irreverent of Beyonce and her work. I really want to shine a light on just how much she puts in, just how deep her excellence goes and just how much she knows, and how that relates to the exorbitant wealth that she lives in, uh, anyways, and the dichotomies of that. How much is that of choice, and how much is that is because she literally cannot be among the general populace anymore? So, I'm um, giving y'all a little Beyonce te- teaser trailer episode. This is not a full length podcast, it's just something to get our whistles wet, something to uh, chew on while the main courses come out again, a little appetizer blog spot, if you will, and also something to clear the record straight. I- I'm sending this. I I, Y'all not about to play with me. (laughs) So I want to invite you to where I'm sitting. I'm on uh, the porch of my parents' temporary home. I am chilling in Phoenix, Arizona. If you've been on the newsletter, you know that I was driving across the country for the entirety of September, which is why there aren't too many episodes, but this is a weekly podcast. Uh, I know that there are going to be background noises. There are trains, there are dogs, people playing golf. You know you hear the fountain in the background it is a beautiful beautiful September day today is a Wednesday in September I personally love being able to hear the background noise of where someone's at because I want you to come sit with me I want you to come sit with me I have my little I got my little sippy sip okay I'm enjoying myself I'm enjoying this and I'm going to enjoy the leisure of getting to talk and think and learn in public so uh, without further ado, I'm going to read to you, uh, my essay or my essay light, my, uh, I need to come up with a name for an essay that's just a little bite-sized piece, you know, because this isn't anywhere near my usual full works, but I would like to read to you this essay entitled, Beyonce Knowles Carter and the flip-flop, flippy flip and ass bitches. These are preliminary musings on our favorite Black Bill Gates in the making. First of all, first the fuck of all, (laughs) I want to rebuke this nonsense that I am a bee-hater. Oh no. One of the constant frustrations that Lydia, my sister, and I have with any critical thought regarding Beyonce is the lack thereof. You people are ridiculous. The beehive is quick to cite her Herculean work ethic, which is honestly still a little bit of an understatement. She works so hard. She works hard. She's been working since she was a literal child. Literally no one else on this earth could do what she does. That's just point blank, period. The trouble with this argument is the sense of deservingness that follows suit. We love to put this on, especially in the working class, to imagine the rich are so rich because they worked hard and they deserve it. And that forgives us for what we might do with an exorbitant amount of money that we also convince ourselves that we earn, right? Beyonce is so deserving of her wealth and, you know, other people also exploit labor, so who really cares if she pays Sri Lankans less than their cost of living to make Ivy Park? Why don't you go be mad at a white man? You know, the seamstresses are locked in their accommodations at night so they can sell Ivy Park for a wider profit margin. Uh, They couldn't afford Ivy Park with three months of their salary, but, like, you know, she worked hard enough to justify that. Um, can you hear yourself? <laughs> can can you, you taste the words coming out of your mouth? Uh, please, please go brush your tongue. That's, that is some nonsense. <laughs> um, by the way, if you need sources for these things and you're not already on the newsletter, I don't know what to tell you. Sources are on the newsletter, substack.esma2.com. Moving on. The other side equally rolls my eyes. Folks that critique the heinous displays of wealth and the deeply inconsistent politic also managed to follow that up with, oh, and she also, she's so overrated. You know, she's famous for no reason. She's not even talented. Beyonce? <laughs> Beyonce Giselle, the L in LGBT stands for labor rights because I sure do love my husband, Knowles Carter. Overrated. <laughs> oh my, it's just, that's simply the most ludicrous thing that I have ever heard. Like, why? Why be a hater unfounded? right? Because there's plenty of valid critique to be had. Why be a hater unfounded? That's just dusty. I understand. I understand that you think her wealth is disgusting. It is. I do too. But most assuredly, most assuredly, two things can be true. I am here to spark and entertain reasonable, hear me, reasonable gripes, worthwhile discussion, If you say that she's untalented, you are either a miserable hater or you are the kind of former sporty dad who likes to say, oh, I can do that too. When Simone Biles defies gravity and also sincerely expects us to laugh at that stale ass joke. Beyonce has no peers. She has no peers in the most literal and obvious sense. She is among our pantheon of black women who quite obviously have no peers. Simone Biles. Serena Williams, no peers. I think both sides of this argument, the, well, she works or so she deserves it, and, well, she's overrated anyways, fail to understand the scope of Beyonce's genius. They really fail her genius. Beyonce is not just one of the greatest vocalists alive. She's not just one of the best performers alive. She's not just one of the artists that works the hardest. She is also one of the best visual and cultural artists currently walking the earth the reason her visuals bring us to our knees every fucking time is because she can say worlds with her images they manage to layer her sound which is already so sonically rich right we're in a world of its own right listening to her albums she puts a visual on that it's constellations worth of meaning and of history her albums alone give us entire landscapes to imagine, so then when she gives us a visual, she colors it in? She even documents her genius for us. The fact that Beyonce still speaks to the public on her terms, that's wild, considering the stuff that the public and the press has said about her, how difficult they have made her life. She still speaks to us, I wouldn't. Y'all out here talking about I'm faking a baby bump, this child that I prayed for, oh my goodness, you'd simply never hear from me again. I actually wanna stop here because I think this is a note that is often missed. The fact that people are so weird, they're so fucking weird about celebrity culture is the reason that Beyonce cannot exist in normal society. There are some of us old enough and cultured enough to remember a time where Beyonce spoke to the world with glee. She, en- she used to enjoy talking to us. Beyonce used to be able to go out in public. She's a 40 year old woman. Beyonce remembers a time she was famous In a time before the internet and the cell phones were this way. When she pursued fame as a literal child she could not have imagined, she could not have imagined, none of us could have, what the surveillance state would become and how much it would ruin her life. Paparazzi have always been sickening but there wasn't always a time where people could track your live location and broadcast it to the world. Do you know what happens when Beyonce enters a room? She literally gets swarmed like people could mob and kill her. (laughs) And I was not exaggerating when I said world-building money. You know, some TikToks tried to, oh to, uh, man, Beyonce can't build words of $500 million. No, not for everybody, but certainly for her. I'm not arguing that Beyonce can make a world off of everybody for her checks. But Beyonce lives in an entirely separate world from the one that we live in. The level of fame that she has completely erodes our sense of her humanity. Do you understand? Like, she literally cannot go out in public. It takes a fuck ton of money to live a life worth envying and a life that keeps you safe and to never see a working class person that is not one of your servants on accident. Beyonce, if she wishes, never has to see working class people with her eyes. (laughs) Within the paradox of being trapped in wealth, but also not wanting to slum it down here anyways, she still manages to make rich, decadent art so goddamn good that it feels like love the works and the life of Beyonce are so intense that her skill and her effort alone feel loving and it is effort oh my, my word, it is effort listening to Beyonce growing up and then in adulthood becoming an artist is like when you grow up into you know a little bit of autonomy, a little bit of bills, money, and you realize just how much your mother loved you for making you dinner every single night. It is some work. The more you do that work personally, the more you realize how much work that lady does. Do you know how much talent and precision is necessary to hand stitch a tapestry and have it look simple and machine made? Beyonce is so epic. She's so good that it looks effortless. She never shows her seams and her mind. Do we know how smart this lady is? You have to think about every choice when you make art. And her work highlights the fortitude of her mind's expansion. I studied visuals from Beyonce's Lemonade in my 300 level African American courses for a grade. We had Beyonce readings that were 30 pages long, longer. Her and her team are so deeply entrenched in black radical traditions that my professors assigned her as homework. She was my homework. The pulse she has on the common moment the life she lives, like she, the life she gives to shared experiences of blackness that are so innate to us they almost feel unnameable. Beyonce is an ethnographer. She simultaneously writes, records and defines culture, cultural history. Mrs. Knowles Carter is in sincerity, one of the foremost artistic genius minds of the last era this is why I find her wealth so despicable. <laughs> Here on the newsletter, there is that, oh, Tiffany and Co. controversial ad with Beyonce rocking a big ass blood diamond sitting on the lap of her billionaire husband with her billion dollar husband in front of a basquiat. And oh my goodness, his friends were appalled. Again, sources and the Substack. This is why. I find her wealth so despicable. And this is why, like this is also my answer to the why Beyonce, senselessness. Yes, I understand. There are richer people with larger scale exploitative practices. Yes, there are whiter people with more money. And here I insert a very strong, very heavy Negro sigh. Ready, say it with me. Let me just say, I have no beef with people that make excuses for Beyonce. She makes me feel the line, they hate me because they want me. You think I want to do this? You think I want this? I am out here heartbroken about a nigga that does not have two fucks about me to staple together. No, she does not care about our lives down here. No, she don't. Beyonce has an intrepid, if not magical knack for giving us art that fits us like custom couture, including radical positions of blackness and she knows what she's doing you think she don't know (laughs) you think she don't know about the paintings you don't think she knows about the diamond drip the first unit of any womanism or black radical feminism tradition is learning about misogynoir and we see that in lemonade we see that all over lemonade but also all over her whole body of work right and the second chapter two is anti-capitalism why are we talking about well beyonce doesn't know beyonce doesn't know she's this much of a genius and she didn't get to chapter two Black radical traditions are quite famously anti-capitalist because even today, even still, the most lucrative forms of capital are human bodies. Our slave labor. Black radicals are anti-capitalists because we are the capital, even still. Even if the literal auction block has been torn down we're still the capital it's still our labor it's still our bodies beyonce knows this she's literally out here stealing labor to create ivy park still paying them under a living wage you don't get to be as studied in black culture as beyonce is and not know what the black panthers thought about black celebrity and yet she is still here playing in our face donning costumes of figures that would denounce her and her shady ass, cheating ass husband. You hear her shouting, I'm good. She does not care how she looks. She is fine there and she knows, she knows, she does not care. Mrs. Nose Carter, you are it. You're it, you are the standard, you are the bar. You're absolutely right. Brilliance drips off your fingertips in excess. You could put on any damn thing and call it in and it would be so why this it feels like you mock us your level of genius emphasizes the blatant in blatant disregard it's not like she don't know she knows and she chooses to stand in front of a basker and blood diamond drip and then the world gets mad at them for that right tiffany and co slices off a cute 2 million to buy back some good press, they'll pledge it to HBCUs, and then she goes right back to name-dropping Tiffany Diamonds in her next body of work, because she's sponsored by them. She knows. I'm not here to be a hater. I am here because I am an artist, deeply inspired by Beyonce. She makes me proud to be a poet in a world that spits on my craft. She makes me proud to be a dancer. She makes me so damn proud to be a stripper, specifically. I learned to shake ass unapologetically to her music. Her music has made me rent money time and time and time again. I am inspired by her. I have so much love and respect for her. If I could bottle the way that she makes black folks feel, I am in awe of her. I'm in awe of the vulnerability in her art. It's as if she sheds the skin of whoever she is at the time and she allows us to wear it. We sing the songs and we watch her documentaries and we attempt her runs and we learn her choreo so that we too, even if for a moment, get to understand what it is like to let go of this body. She alones us herself so that we can get drunk off the feeling of dancing with her prowess, of twirling on her power, of being completely and in full our own bar. And I do believe, sincerely, She makes all her shit so good and so vulnerable and so close because she wants us to connect with her through her art. I do absolutely believe there is love in that. I do believe that Beyonce loves us. I just don't think she loves us well. And I am allergic to settling. Unfortunately, Beyonce reaches for black women of the moment. Who are busy rooting themselves deeper and deeper in the traditions that keep and collect us. She dons a persuasive politic like a nigga she loves to fuck on but won't ever let sleep in her house. It's a shame she don't have that energy for that blockhead billionaire. Listen, I don't care that it's marketable. I don't care that she reaches down to be accessible. You don't care about reachable or accessible until it is time to pay for the $25,000 champagne bottles you empty out into hot tubs. Beyonce renders our politic toothless when she finishes trying it on and squeezing it out and she knows black empowerment that supports billionaires is toothless no matter how black the billionaire is. The de-radicalization feels like an intentional move to soften the growing conscious anger among the working class because I remind you all, we can get up and take back this shit at any time. So I am here upset and heartbroken because radicalism is one of my heartbeats in this world it is one of the reasons i wake up every day subject to the atrocities of peasantry certain that we will one day win and there she is there she goes one of the most successful black nepotism babies to date singing about all the rubber bullets bouncing off her during the black lives matter protest where she was in her compound mansion if you're saying when does beyonce pretend to be radical what what black feminism is she putting on wait wait for the full podcast episode to come out consider this cute blog moment a little teaser trailer okay now i am a better artist for beyonce's work both because the beauty her touch has bloomed within me is, is something i cherish like i am a better artist for being in her company and I am a better artist because Beyonce makes it clear how much my politic will cost me. I have committed myself to my peoples. My politic is alive and she will kill me. (laughs) I will never use the beauty of black radicalism for marketing. I will not make myself an enemy of my people like that. Not ever. She teaches me so much. And so I am here to discuss the way she, as an artist, loves us with earnest effort and simultaneously, only at her convenience. Thank you for your coursework, Mrs. Knowles Carter. Thank you for your inspiration. If I ever get to be great in this good and fleeting life, I want you to know that I am compelled by your art. I am compelled by how it makes me feel and I will remember how you make me feel, seen, and kept and grateful to witness such excellence and you make me feel all this self-hatred this loathing all the same because i know that i am belly up for a nigger that openly tells me how much you do not want me you don't want us you want our money i am belly up for a nigger that openly tells me how much they do not want me He's not to Gwendolyn <laughs> Beyonce hater, my ass. All right, just some closing notes. Okay. The big podcast episode is coming out sometime in October. Me and my sister are writing, writing, okay, but she is a whole PhD student and I am barely a person at the moment. We are busy surviving, we're busy making art, and unfortunately, we are both very addicted to excellence, so it takes a while. So, here are the links to the podcast while you wait. If you I mean, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, congratulations, you've made it. Again, there's a whole Substack with a bunch of other content and paid content if you would like. And then my sister's podcast is called Her Music Academia, which is a podcast about a dope black girl that talks about music theory as a graduate student, Lydia Bangura already so well known in her field for her exemplar viola and vocal performance her speaking ability and her black woman-centric research focus is a second year student and teaching fellow at the university of michigan ann arbor what what she manages to be so cute and so interesting that she makes me love music theory and i am a stickler for hating music theory but i love her podcast it's literally amazing she's a star and she actually already has one episode on Beyonce Up. It's one of her most popular episodes so it is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen and again if you want those links they're in the sub stack. Listen to me, even if you hate this, even if you hate me, even you think I'm being annoying and bad and gross, I am actually giving you something decent to discuss about Beyonce that isn't the polarizing opposites of she deserves everything she has. No. No or she is a miserable, uh, untalented wench. Are you fucking kidding me, okay? I'm actually doing something cool, and I'm saying it on record, and nobody wants to deal with the portion of the B fan base that compulsively licks boots. And I open myself up to all that nonsense for you people. You should pay me for it, especially if you are white. If you're listening to this and you're white, pull out $5, it's $5 a month, and you get bonus content. Stop playing with me, okay, all right? Have a good one. See you next time. Oh, I need a sippy sip. My goodness.